This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Throw him up, Bruno. Throw him up. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Albundiga! <laughs> Albundiga! <laughs> oh my God! It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are. Making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So uh, the- I, I know Q wanted to correct me on Tom's 15 Pro Bowls. Uh, let me specify by saying it was like one or two where he didn't make it. And we happened to be having the conversation about why he wasn't there. Oh, and it was Brady. the same conversation. Yeah. yeah. Just so we're clear, Tom Brady has gone to a flunk, a rack of Pro Bowls. But I was speaking in particular, I, I want to say one or two. Yeah. I, I believe it's, well, it was a one time conversation, but I believe it was two Pro Bowls that he didn't, he didn't make during my time. Yeah. So just so I cleared that up, because I, you know, if if Q said what, I'm sure a whole bunch of other people were like hitting Google or Wiki and like what he made 15. So there's your clarity. And it was I, I want to say it was oh either oh two 
or 03, maybe even 04. I, I, I don't know. But I, I went to two of them that he wasn't there. Well, I didn't physically see him there, I think, if I recall correctly. Anyway, it was one of them. But yeah. I just wanted to clarify that just, yeah. just for the record. You know. Just do what I do. Lions say he never said it. Yeah. No, I said remember it. That. I said it. Okay. I remember the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. We're like, where's Tom Brady? Yeah. He won this, I think he won the Super Bowl. You know what's crazy about Tom Brady? Do you know in 2002, after he went to the, the Pro Bowl, by the way, in, uh, in 2001, yeah. He led the touchdown, led the league of touchdown passes. How many touchdown passes do you think that was? Like, two. I mean, do we want game show music for this? I mean, no. I, I know you like the big uh, I'm just going to say it so Jonas doesn't. Uh, I'm going to go 21. Uh, 28, 28 I mean. touchdown passes. Mm, I was going to say 28. Yeah. Like, think about that. That's so, and it's, and then you go to 2007 when they got Moss and Welker. He throws 50. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he had never even eclipsed. He had never eclipsed 30 wow. in his entire career, and he literally throws 50 that one season. Mm. That's crazy, man. Game has changed. It's you changed think? a lot. It's well, crazy. What, what to was think the high? Was. What was the touchdown high last year? Uh, probably, sir. It was in the, the low 40s. Low 40s. Let's see. No, I'm trying to think back. Let's see. The touchdown passes from last year. Uh, goes to he, he did it. It was forty three. Yeah, hmm. he led the league in yards and touchdown passes. So, so at, at forty five years old, yeah, <laughs> But but mind you too, if you if you if you look at his career, he's I, I want to say he's never thrown the ball as much as he has since he's been in Tampa. I mean, last year he threw the ball seven or nineteen times. That's by far and away the highest in his career. The year before, when they won um, the Super Bowl, he threw it 610 times the regular season, which he had eclipsed you know, 600 attempts, but it wasn't that often. It kind of bounced around. But when you go and – like once you hit 2011, like that point moving forward, like he's got a ton of attempts unless, you know, you talk about like a 2016 year where he missed four games and all that stuff due to suspension. But I, I guess the point is it, it is – it's interesting to look at his career stats and numbers – because his entire career tells a story of like where offensive football has come in the NFL from when he first got in the league to where it is now. It's just it's a crazy transformation. And he's leading the league in attempts this year uh, right. over Justin Herbert. Yeah. So listen, just keeps doing Speaking it. Speaking of Justin Herbert, huh? Yeah. Damn Justin Herbert. Uh, he's right, so, pretty good dude. He's a good football player. Yeah. He's yeah. a good football player. Yeah. He can sling it. Yeah, he can. Spin that bad boy. Yeah, he's got a halitzer. Spin the pill. Um, so the Indianapolis Colts, who are, for those of you that aren't aware, they're a bad football team. Uh, Jeff Saturday is their head coach, also for those of you that aren't aware. And um, they've decided we're going to go ahead and make another change. Uh, at quarterback, Matt Ryan this time is being benched, not for Sam Ellinger, but this time he's being benched for Nick Foles. So if you were wondering whatever happened to Nick Foles, the Super Bowl MVP, well, he's back and he'll be starting for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, And the plan, according to Jeff Saturday, is to have him finish out the season as the starter. But nonetheless, another change of quarterback for those Indianapolis Colts, the fighting Jeff Saturdays, who have identified quarterback as an issue. Matt Ryan uh, is going to be riding the pine and Nick Foles is back there. It wasn't Jeff Saturdays because I just before we go into it, I just want to make sure we're clear. Was this Jeff Saturday's decision to bench Matt Ryan? 
It, it's a great question because wasn't it his, like, I mean, at least supposedly, he had said when he came back to take the job, Matt Ryan's starting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do you want to hear Jeff Saturday's explanation for it? I mean, this was uh, the Colts coach explaining why he made the move to Nick Foles. Just didn't feel like we made enough plays offensively. You know, we, um, I mean, you know, it's no secret. We, we haven't converted in the red zone. We, you know, and, and ultimately you got to make plays in the NFL. And we're not making nearly enough explosive plays and, um, you know, not making plays in the red zone. And again, I've said this before, this is not all on Matt, right? I mean, this is, uh, this is us entirely on an offensive perspective. And ultimately that leads into it, you know. And so I feel like Nick will give us a, a better chance to go win these last three games. And that's why we're headed that way. <laughs> Want me to tell you what happened? What happened? Someone got in his ear and said, hey, um, by the way, if uh, Matt Ryan gets injured and he can't pass a physical come the beginning of next year, <laughs> we're going to owe him a ton of money. Yeah. So uh, if there's any chance of moving on from him, get his ass probably, probably want to keep him out and let, uh, let Nick Foles start or Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. So uh, <laughs> that's usually what happens in this, in this case, but you can't come out and say that publicly. I mean, if by Jeff Saturday's logic, that's the reason why Matt Ryan is losing his job, shouldn't he get a, a replacement, a backup coach to coach for him? Shouldn't there be backups? Oh, that, come that, on. Shouldn't there be backups that come in and, and play the different positions <laughs> if seemingly you're not making enough plays? It's not your fault. It's not, it's not, all, it's not all his fault. But we're going to go in a different direction yeah. from you. Like, you're the one we're benching and, and bringing in someone else. I thought that was pretty uh, interesting that that was his, his, his reasoning as it applies to Matt Ryan. Listen, Matt Ryan gave them a 30-what-some a point lead. What, what, how many of those touchdowns did he? 33 to nothing. Well, how many of those were on defense? I mean, uh, well, there, yeah, there was a, a special teams and right. a pick six. Okay, yeah. so, so what, 20? 20 what? What is that? Subtract what? He manufactured uh, close to 20 points. Okay, so game. he gave them 20 points to their zero points. And you're saying he was – it's not all his fault, but we just didn't get enough plays. Man, you got to do something. I'm just trying to understand it. You know, I, I, let me ask you guys this, all right? I was sitting in my quiet space in my thinking tank, and I took a break from the things that are important to me that I think about on my priorities list, and I visited football. And I started thinking about – is there the possibility that Jeff Saturday is actually taking a bullet for Jim Ursay and making sure that they successfully tank this season? I mean, they, that, I, mean I don't know about. I, I mean, about can it. can they? Because I don't have the information, so I'm I'm totally basing this off of just what I'm looking at. But it, can they improve their draft status if if they were to fail the rest of the way? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so, the only thing is, like, I guess why would you then put Matt Ryan back in to start if well, that was the case? Well, if, that, if they pulled Matt Ryan out and, and they thought that, well, possibly maybe R- Matt Ryan – because remember, the discussion point was it was not – Reich that took him out, it was Ursay that made the decision to remove Matt Ryan. So it's almost like, well, why didn't you just stay with Matt Ryan? But now they're taking Matt Ryan out again. So maybe it really was Matt Ryan just wasn't really that good. I don't know what, what where the truth of it lies, but all I'm saying is is you put Matt Ryan in, you win one game, you get you get into a game where Matt Ryan gets you up by 30, 20, 
20 points, the, the, the total being in the 30s, and you still lose that game, and it's a historical loss. And now you're benching him. And you're, you're saying he's not to blame. He's not fully to blame. But we just didn't make enough plays with him to win the game, so we're benching him. That doesn't – it doesn't compute. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to bench him based off of that logic. And then how do you lose a game? How do you lose a game and not totally, you know, go after your defense on what took place? I would be more focused in on what our defense didn't do versus what our offense didn't do. Well, because to Brady's point, I don't think there's anybody on defense who's got a contract that's going to pay out what it would pay out to Matt Ryan. But we're talking about the game, though. Like, I understand the contractual conversation of it, but I'm saying based upon your logic of why you're pulling him out and losing the game in the way that you did – Specific to the game, why are you not going after your defense and and roasting your defense? I wouldn't have not one thing to say about my offense this one this one week. We had a thirty what thirty six thirty three thirty six point lead thirty three thirty three thirty six who cares uh, whatever it was three points difference that's ridiculous five you got to get five touchdowns you got to get five touchdowns and that was in the fourth quarter. That's that's not that's not a breakdown. That's not that that's something is horribly wrong if you're in the National Football League and that happens. I just wonder, man, like all right, now you're benching and it's like, "Whoa, we don't need to get up by that many points anymore. We don't need to we don't we don't need to figure out new and improved ways of of blowing a lead like that. Like, let's make this thing look respectable cuz that to me is kind of shady. To lose that big of a lead with that small amount of time that's shady. Like, if you understand football and you understand how good these dudes are, even on the worst of worst teams, that does not add up. It doesn't add up. What, are you thinking it was fixed? Well, I don't know that it's – I'm not saying fixed. I'm just saying – That's it, a lot of hard work in the first half to, for it to be fixed. You know? <laughs> that would be really pulling one over everyone's head if you worked that hard to try to fix a game. We're going to get up over hey, over fellas, 30 points. and We're going like, to fool everyone here. They're not going to know what's going to hit them. By the way. We're going to beat the crap out of them in the first half and allow the largest <laughs> comeback in NFL yeah. history. By the way, you imagine that Jeff Saturday is like, man, I don't want to come back anyways. Let me just live bet Minnesota for the second half and see what happens. Here. I mean, yeah. the, the play calling changed dramatically in the game. And granted, you're up by 30-some points. Which you'd think it would be. Here's my only thing about the play calling in that game. Um, you're, you've got a large lead. You've got a 30-point lead, right? You're looking at a thing to yourself. Okay. Like, literally, if you do the math, if we just could run the clock out, it, it'd probably at that kickoff of the second half. If we could just run the football, run the clock out mathematically, like, they really can't come back and beat us. And, like, we need a win right now. We haven't had a win. I'm trying to make a case for being a head coach here. Like, I, I don't know that I see him getting in there and this being anything in regards to tanking. Like, I feel like putting Matt Ryan back in at starting quarterback and getting that win and they're competitive the first couple of weeks kind of told you a different story. You know, now putting in fools, I just I think this has to do more with not wanting to have to potentially pay out Matt Ryan if he got hurt. Hmm. And, that, and that's more of the issue here. I I don't. I don't think Jeff Saturday would take that job if he was then put in a position to tank. Yeah, that's just me though. I don't know. I just just felt like it was a theory that touched my mind, and I just wondered, like, is he the one 
that is yeah. is falling on the sword. All time though, an all timer. Like, hey guys, we're gonna fool everyone. You want to know how you cover up trying to, you know, tank for the season? You go up yeah. thirty points, great point. and then you give up that lead. Okay, it's a great. Point. I mean, it's never happened. It's never. I mean, it literally has never happened till this it's, past it's, weekend, it's, and it's no one would ever, no one would ever question you. That'd be one of the all-time greats, like if they were able to pull that off. I'm just saying, it's never happened. You've never seen a lead given up in that manner in an NFL game. That's weird. I'm just yeah. saying, that's weird, yeah. man. I, like really, like when you really think about it, like you're a grown man, I'm a grown yeah. man. I give up that amount of points, and it's never been done in the never. history of the game. That's weird. That is weird. Jonas, your thoughts? I mean, listen, you I'm into it. Much. I mean, like, gambling scandal. I mean, I'm, I'm into it. So basically, uh, can we get this set out on Twitter, Lee, if you, if you don't mind when you get a second? LeVar Arrington says. LeVar thinks it was fixed. It was fixed, and Jeff Saturday's in on it. And uh, if you want to just throw that out there, Lee, I'm sure nobody will complain or have any issues with that whatsoever. How can you coach? Reckless. How can you coach your way to that type of lead and coach your way out of it? How do you unless do it? you're trying? Hey, unless you're trying to, and, I think Lavar has convinced me. By the way, I think I'm on Lavar's side on this. <laughs> you're funny. I'm serious. So funny. Like I think you, you've like literally convinced me now that maybe that's the case. How do you coach your way into a 30 point league, Q? In the league, right? We're I talking know. about a guy who was much maligned for not having enough experience to have the job, and goes up against Minnesota and gets that type of a lead through four quarters, through three quarters. Through three quarters, and then you coach your way out of that lead yeah. in one quarter, the last being the last quarter, the last Something quarter. Fishy, it stinks to me. Sardine like, yeah, like like old sardine, like heated sardine, like in in the trash on a hundred degree day. Oh uh, yeah, but it tastes like chicken. Yeah, yeah. Well, nasty. It, but it wasn't chicken. Well, hope it was worth it, Jeff. Saturday. Throwing away your reputation like that. How dare he? I mean, if Ursay going to take care of him, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah Ursay has to be in on it, too. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be in on it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's just weird, man. It's never, ever, ever happened in the history of the game and losing in that manner. How do you coach your way into that type of a league? but then coach your way out of it. Like, that's the question that, if you can answer those two questions, how do you how do you do that? And on top of that, his last <laughs> name was the same name as the as day, the, the as the day they played. On. As <laughs> the day of the week. That's the nail in the Gosh. coffin right there. That's the nail in the coffin. <laughs> wow. As the in-laws wow. would say, blown Dios away. Mio. Wow. Dios mio. That's right. Blown yeah. away. Like, you, 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 blown away, man. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, by yeah, the way, uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so we're going to get the bang, very bang. latest uh, news and notes around the National Football League from our guy coming up here uh, next on FSR from the TireRack.com studios. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, and welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. We've got some over-unders for the Thursday night game coming up later on. That'll be happening in about 20 minutes from now. But right now, we turn it over to our guy, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, what the hell's going on? How are we feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Merry Christmas. Good. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Albert. Yes, uh, exciting couple days. <laughs> hey, that's right. So there, there, there it is. Uh, hey, Albert, you're still connected, obviously, with uh, the, the New England area and the Boston area. Is there some sort of tension or something going on between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and that whole situation there? I don't know if it's tension between Mac and Bill so much as it's, I think, an overall questioning of the direction of the offense that's, coming from the locker room that's coming maybe from ownership a little bit um, and you know certainly from people on the outside too you know and I I think you know they're they're obviously coming into a critical point of Mac Jones's career where you know usually you got to make a decision on a first round quarterback after year three because um, that's when he's eligible for an extension that's when the fifth year option decision comes and I, I know there are some people inside that building that feel like they don't exactly have a handle on who Mac Jones is going to be as an NFL quarterback right now because of the direction of the offense. And so that all comes back to 
you know, the coaching and, and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and the decision to put those guys in those roles. And, you know, I, I think, you know, this is, I mean, this is a big enough deal where it could dictate the future of Bill Belichick there. You know, I don't think it's overstating it to say that. And um, I don't think the Crafts are going to fire Belichick. But, you know, if they, if they have to go in there and deliver some sort of ultimatum about the offensive coaching staff, I, I don't think there's any telling how Belichick's going to respond to that. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, let me ask you about tonight's game and to kind of stay in yep. the AFC East for a second. Uh, how big of a game is this for Zach Wilson as far as his career just in the short term and whether or not we see Mike White, although still a little fuzzy as to what exactly is going on with the ribs or if this is just a convenient way of getting Wilson in there, uh, but also long term, yeah. you know, what this could mean for him being the starting quarterback of the Jets. Yeah, Brady, I'm actually with you on like um, that being an open question, whether or not this is a convenient um, way to get Zach Wilson in the lineup, because I, I do think that the Jets have to gather information on Zach Wilson right now. And, you know, part of the problem is the trajectory of the team and the trajectory of the quarterback don't really match up. You know, where, you know, I think the team um, and this, this great group of young players they have from Quentin Williams to Sauce Gardner to, to, to Garrett Wilson to Brees Hall when he's healthy again next year to Ollie Barry Tucker when he's healthy again. Um, they've got a group of young players that done a really nice job building it, and I think that group is, you know, if they don't get in the playoffs this year, it's very much going to be in a position to contend next year. And then you've got the availability of a quarterback that the entire coaching staff has background with and Jimmy Garoppolo after this year. You know, so I think part of the equation here is the timing of everything. And when you get out of this year and you're going into next year, you really have to be looking at it if you're the Jets and saying, we're pretty close. You know, we're sort of in a sweet spot with a lot of these guys on rookie contracts, and, you know, we need to sort of seize the moment. And then the question becomes, is it fair to that group if you're spending more time developing a quarterback who isn't ready to go? And so that's why this is such a critical point, I think, for that franchise with Zach Wilson you have to determine whether or not it's the right thing for everyone there to have Zach Wilson as your quarterback in 2023, especially when there's a guy who's played you know, at a championship level and Jimmy Garoppolo, who your coaching staff worked with in San Francisco, that's going to be available. So I, you know, I'm with you, Brady, when you say that. I don't think you're overstating that at all. Like I, I think this is a critical, critical game tonight and a critical, critical few weeks for Zach Wilson's future in New York. I've been waiting to ask you this question since everything kind of happened the way that it did. So here we go. Uh, Arizona, do you have any more clarity or any type of information as it applies to Kime taking the, the, the coincidental or ironic um, leave of absence from the team yeah. and, and then the, you know, uh, the, the arbitration being fouled and, and all that stuff. Can can you shed yeah. some light on uh, – are, are we looking at this being a confirmation of sorts of a mistaken identity connected, or is that just coincidence? I don't think it's a mistaken identity, guys. Like, I, I, I don't – like, I, I have some information on that, like, that leads me to believe that there was sort of, I guess, a smoking gun, that it was Sean Kugler – um, that it was at that establishment uh, that night in Mexico City, um, and I and I, I will say this though, like I don't think Kimes' issues were any secret in that building. 
Like, I think the ball's been sort of rolling on that for a while. And I think that illustrates the multitude of problems they have in that building. You know, it's from the quarterback himself to the relationship between the coach and the quarterback to where the general manager is and um, what's been going on with him to obviously the Kugler situation. Um, you know, I, I think this organization is probably going to go through a fair amount of um, a fair amount of turnover. You know, when we get to, to the middle of January, and my guess would be there are a couple of guys in that building who are probably going to take on pretty prominent roles. It wouldn't surprise me if they go forward with some sort of co-GM setup, where you know Quentin Harris is running per- personnel. And then they have Adrian Wilson, who I don't need to tell you guys is a great player there and has been in the front office there for a while, sort of helping to lead the organization. So, um, yeah, I think that there's major transition coming. And I don't think, like, the Kugler and Kime situations are connected to one another. But the fact that they exist separately is almost a better illustration of how, how deep-seated the problems are in that organization right now. Wow. Albert is uh, by the way Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio senior NFL reporter uh, with the MMQB you can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer um, is there an under the radar coaching situation to watch for maybe somebody we're not thinking of that could be coaching for his job the final three four weeks of the season yeah I mean I, I look I think that the, the, the interesting thing about where we are right now Jonas is like I you know there are more potential one and done situations than um, than you normally would have like I feel like Lovey Smith is sort of, you know, walking the plank in Houston. Um, and, you know, that seems quick, but it was a weird hire in the first place. You know, Nathaniel Hackett, it's well documented where things are in Denver there. You know, then even like, you know, I, I sort of wonder about Dennis Allen. And, you know, they, they've got a group of players that's a little older. And, um, you know, Mickey Loomis has been there forever, and he'd really like to – you know, put together a contender before he walks away. Um, you know, so you sort of wonder where New Orleans is now and, 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 and what their plan is going forward. And so I would say, like, the, the number of, of one-and-done situations that are out there, um, you know, and then outside of that, I, I, I feel like most of, most of the stuff you've probably already heard. Like, I think, you know, whereas, like, maybe a few weeks ago people thought this was going to be kind of a quieter year, I think people always say that you know, in the middle of November and, and around Thanksgiving. I, I think now it, again, feels like this is going to be one of those years where we probably have another eight openings Jeez. and maybe a few GM openings to go with it, too. Wow. Um, I mean, sure what... I, I mean the, one, the, one, the, one, the one I would add is just kind of keep an eye on, of course. Look, I think we always have to keep an eye on this one, too. I, I, you know, I, sorry to interrupt there. I mean, the Rams, I mean, you always – I just think, like, you know, like that, that core of players, I've said this before, like, I think Sean McVay's um, future in Los Angeles is tied to the group of four players there and Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. You know, and when that group isn't what it was, when that group walks away, whatever it is, I think that's when Sean's going to see his natural point to take a break, too. I think it's probably more likely now to happen after 23 than after 22, but I guess that won't be possible, too. Is that because of the money that, that Stafford has tied into his contract? I mean, he's supposed to make $57 million next year. There's no way he's going to retire and leave that on the table, <laughs> even though he's, he's made a lot. Like, I think at this point he's made, what, close to 250 or something, Jonas was saying. Like, yeah. There's no way you leave $57 million on the table, do you? 
Would you walk away from that? No. No, that would have been lovely I mean, if you would make that. I mean, I think the interesting thing is, guys, like the one thing to kind of keep an eye on with Stafford, and I don't think he intends to retire, and I don't think he wants to go out like this. I do think the concussion thing is a concern for him. I'm not downplaying that. I think the arm thing is something to kind of keep an eye on, too. Like, that's something that lingered for two years. I I just sort of wonder where that's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, when we get out of the year and, um, you know, like I, that's just the one thing that I've sort of marked down as something to just pay attention to when it comes to how he's considering his future. A.B., my last question for you is, what what do you want most for Christmas this year? Yeah. What, what, what's number one on your Christmas list? Some peace and quiet. I, I know that's right. <laughs> you, my friend, are married with kids. I got three kids. I got three kids. I got yep. three kids that are ten years old. Yep. Yeah. Some peace and quiet would be nice. There you go. How about a win? How about a win over Georgia? Yeah. Can, can we have that? Yeah. Okay. Something wrong. And a rematch. Hey, but but a rematch. Albert, you so, were... someone, so someone has to answer for planting a flag a little sooner than they thought they would. Oh. Uh, oh okay. Wow. <laughs> Albert, are you an eggnog guy? Oh jeez, I I'm actually like I'm actually sort of in, indifferent on eggnog. Like I don't mind the way it tastes. I don't like the way it makes me feel after I drink it. Mm. And it's not about the it's not about the booze. It's just it's thick and it sits in your stomach. And I don't know. I'm just it, it just it, it, it sits weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jonas you. knows exactly what you mean. Yeah, um, I, I did want to follow up. I did want to follow up on one other thing that kind of came out. I think we'll talk about it at some point, but uh, not sure if you know this. Gronk is bored. He, he's bored right now. Do you, do you think he's leaving the door open for maybe a reunion with the uh, with the Bucks, with Tom Brady and that whole group, or just in yeah. general maybe leaving the door open to come back? Or do you think it's only for the Bucks and Tom Brady? You know, I, I've um, I, I I I honestly have heard that he is kept himself in shape like and in playing shape and um you know i i think it's something honestly brady that the perception i had when he announced his retirement what i had heard was if tom picks up the phone like he may not be able to say no and maybe that's what happens maybe tom picks up the phone and he can't say no now the bucks look a lot different now than they looked nine months ago so I think there's a higher possibility that he says no to that just based on the state of the team. You know, the one that was out there before that we heard about back in February and March and I think got a little bit more serious than people realized was Buffalo. He's from there. I, I think the culture would be a good fit for him. I think he's got a good relationship with Josh. I, I, I just – there's something there like where if he were going to play again and it wasn't going to be Tampa – like his ability to bring his hometown a championship and what that city, like people who are from there, like the way people who are from there feel about that region and the fact that they, and, and, and how close they came to a championship all those years ago and how important winning a championship would be to that region. I could see where that could entice him, where it'd be a really cool, like capstone on his career, the ability to bring a championship to his hometown. Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Albert, we're going to uh, pick your brain, get your thoughts. Uh, you know, next week uh, before this big game. I don't know if you know that Ohio State's got a big game coming up, so we'll uh, we'll get your thoughts yeah. on that. Look at the point spread and see where we're at with everything. But uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, get some peace and quiet and happy holidays to you and the family. All right, 
right. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Appreciate Christmas. You, you too. Uh, yes, sir. Right. There he is. All right, guys. At oh, Albert no. Breer on Twitter. And just and, he, and there it is. Uh, he's off in a space shuttle and he's right. uh, he's taking off. So there he goes. Uh, Albert Breer. All right. So it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer, a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. All right, so we're going to take a closer look ahead to Thursday night football. We've got another edition of Over-Unders, and it's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> oh no oh man it is two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lamar errington brady quinn jonas Knox of the year you can hang out with us as always on the iheart radio app all right so coming up top of next hour a little over 10 minutes from now from the tire studios it was a wild first day a wild day in the world of football we'll get into some of the news and notes that came out yesterday for you again that'll happen a little over 10 minutes from now before we get to another edition of over-unders I want to let you know we're brought to you by DraftKings. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday with DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays? You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code 2PROS, that's the number 2PROS, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead to lap. Uh, where do we stand on the week uh, coming into this week, rather, when it turns out uh, when it comes to last week's performances and the season in total? Where are we at so far? Right now, it is a uh, it is a one week window between all three of you guys. Brady holds a two-point lead on you, Jonas, and a five-point lead on you, LeVar. Yeah, I quit. Oh, I'm not on, doing Lamar. it. You're the only I'm one not doing it. Come no, on, man. No, you guys aren't going to keep doing this. Yeah, but you got your if Grinch. I'm not winning, I'm not in it. You got your Grinch shoes? No, yeah, I'm going to Grinch it out. Right? So you I'm look not, great. I'm not making one pick. Poor sport, man. Let's Come go. on. You can't, you can't, compete, in, sport. You can't compete in picks against the spread if you don't compete no. in over-unders. No, it's like I never get any closer. Hey, LeVar, no. hey uh, Roberto, would you say his name to get him Fired up. Lavarrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Hey, hey, now. I'm older than both of y'all. Y'all step off on me on that. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And not, neither one of y'all are going to make me do it. How about that? Okay, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What are you picking, Chess? I mean, I took, did it. I, I took the under on the point total, and I took the over on Trevor Lawrence. Because I, I think Jacksonville's winning this game. Okay. Well, I'll take the under on the point total, and I'll take the uh, over on – well, yeah, I'll take the over on Lawrence. All right, guys. Zach Wilson interceptions in this game at a half. <laughs> I'm going to take the over. All right. Don't be looking at – don't ever uh, look at me like that again, do dude. Under. Don't ever look at me I like that. I think he plays well tonight. So stupid. I think he plays well tonight. So Zach Wilson interceptions at a half. Under. Over. Over. I'll take the over. All right, guys. Receptions for Garrett Wilson in this game. Four and a half. Over. Are you kidding me? He's got like eight. The money's on the under. I'm taking the over. I would t- I'm would. i going to take the under. I think he finishes with four catches. Didn't he have four grabs last week? Yeah, big yeah, I think, grabs, though. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. Big <laughs> grabs. Love some big grabs. Yeah. S- speaking of big grabs, Lamar, look at TV1. Um, ah! right, so, so, <laughs> you taking the over under on that? <laughs> the I over. I, I didn't know they did a remake of Titanic. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You you have to be here, man. Yeah, something's a, he's on one right um, now. He always is. Yeah, I will. Uh, you taking the over on that one right there? Way over. Way over. Way over. All the way over. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no coming back over. <laughs> Torta. Literally. Um, yeah, so I'll take the under on Garrett Wilson. All right, you guys. Last one here. Temperature at kickoff. 34 and a half degrees. I have missed this all year. Under. Where are they at? Because I want it to be under. New York. New, York. New Jersey. Under what? 34 and a half. That's, that's cold. What time I'm going to say under just so I can try to just tie Jonas. Yeah, I was to say under. All. What a pain in the ass. See, that's what I'm t- that, like, it's just sort of a cheating that goes on, Lee. This is ridiculous. I'm going to take the over. All right. That's how you come Good back, LeVar. Yeah, uh, clearly my strategy is not working. Don't don't patronize me. Don't do that. You look great. Shut up. You do. Okay. I don't. Well, my shoes do though. Yeah, you do. My shoes look good. Look fantastic. Uh, forget That's, you, Jonas. Well, come, what do you mean? I'm, got in, I'm in Grinch mode. All let's right. go. I hear you. All right, let's go. It's real out here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.